When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ian, say the team in Jacksonville's name for me. Well, I think James is actually, when it comes to just a pronunciation aspect, I mean, it is Jaguar. I mean, that's how the car is pronounced. I mean, it is. What? what? No, but I, I say Jaguar, but yes. if you're going to go phonetically proper and we're going across the pond, right? So now we're getting highbrow. Mm-hmm. It is Jaguar. Jaguar. Yeah. There's, so there there's one thing that I am. Oh, you're highbrow. Yeah, yeah. You're highbrow. When I think James Steele, I think highbrow. High the Jaguars or Jaguars, if Jaguars. you will. Yeah, they were Porsche, in London. Porsche, right? Well, so. uh, I guess. Uh, the 23 to 7 win over the Falcons. They own England, the Jaguars. They are the team of the London. There was a cool thing with that game, though, with the Nickelodeon cast. We will get into the success of that and all things week four. Amber and Ian is presented by Progressive Insurance. Be a part of Amber and Ian Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Call us, 888-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. It's not college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper, the one that fans deserve. So let's talk about some of the bigger things that happened here in week four. And there was a lot. What I thought was amusing about week four is, of course, you know, we all predicted, right? We all saw it coming that the best games in week four would be Broncos Bears and Kansas City Chiefs, (laughs) New York Jets. You know, those were the games that we were all vying for in week four. (laughs) Amber, I thought of you um, after watching at the team hotel, um, yeah, getting ready for Alabama, Mississippi State. Your your Florida Gators, who we had the privilege oh. of calling a game together at oh. you know down down in ten, when they beat Tennessee, they climb into the top twenty five. And the moment I saw that number, when, when Vegas released it, I went, "Oh, she's in trouble." And then when I saw the Bills oh. as a two point favorite, right against your beloved Miami Dolphins, I went. My work wife is going to have a very difficult sports weekend because there is no way either one of these teams are coming away with a win. I hate to say it to you now. I, I didn't tell you this over the weekend. I bet against both your squads, and I'm glad yeah, I did. Right? I mean, oh, hey, I got college tuitions to pay for, right? I mean, but damn, you had a very difficult sports weekend with <laughs> Kentucky punking your Gators. Oh. And then your fish getting fried in Buffalo. So let's start there. Look, I mean, the Miami's not done. And I love how people are going, well, oh, here we go. Well, they were overrated. No, they are not overrated. I think Buffalo was underrated because of a week one performance by Josh Allen. And that 48-20 spot that they put on your fish, you know, that's more the bills that I expected to see week one. And we've seen it the last three weeks. Josh Allen was outstanding. What was he? What did he finish? Twenty-one of twenty-five, like three fifteen mm-hmm. and four tuds, no picks. I mean, he he was outstanding. And this is not a dig on Miami; it's a compliment to Buffalo. That team is legit, as is. And we'll touch on this when Cole Kublik joins us on the college side. The Sting NFL. 
You know, I mean, look, Kentucky's legit. They're going to give, I think, Georgia a, te- a real test this weekend. But Buffalo, staying NFL against your fish, that's the Buffalo squad that we expected to see week one, and we've seen the last three weeks. You probably heard it on that clip, and you were not here on Friday, so you don't know how sick I was. I was so sick on you Friday. Knew it. I, I don't, you knew it deep down. I have no idea how I got through that show. I barely had a voice. And oh, so I thought you were just going to go up, like sick, like you knew Buffalo was going to win, but you were like sick, sick. No, no, that's no, no like you actual sick. Yeah, okay. I was actual sick. That's why you missed so Wednesday. I wake, up, yeah. I wake up Saturday morning. Yeah, I'd been struggling all week. This thing has been going on for over a week, right? I wake up Saturday morning. I'm even sicker. Like I've just been, I keep getting worse and worse. So I'm even sicker on Saturday. And so I'm stuck in bed all day. I'm like, all right, well, I have some Gators football to watch, you know, oh, early on. No. Let's do this. <laughs> We're about to Kentucky. They're coming into this game undefeated. We look great. Let's go ahead. We got this thing. We, we, we figured out our problem. We're going to bounce back right here. And then, I mean, shellac kick off 33, then kick off <laughs> pretty much then kick off. I mean, 33 to 14. It was never close. The Kentucky Wildcats are five and zero. Oh. the Florida Gators are three and two. We suck. Uh, we have no shot at the postseason. I mean, it is what it is. So that was incredibly depressing. I ended up going to the doctors. I get antibiotics. I'm like, you know what? Sunday's going to be better. I wait. You're like, give Sunday me drugs. Morning. Give me drugs. <laughs> give me <laughs> drugs, please. I mean, and, and by the way, your game, I mean, nine, PM in Miss- oh. Starkville, Mississippi, like huh, nine PM. What are we doing? Bama, Coach, I Mississippi lived it. State. We'll touch on that later. Yeah, but I was brutal. Brutal. This girl on Nyquil, sick. I, I can't stay up for that entire game. Anyway, I fell asleep during that game. Wake up Sunday morning. All right, antibiotics are kicking. I'm starting to feel better, feeling alive. Dolphins got me today, and they didn't not ha- they, in, they the opposite of got me, and in fact got so shellacked. Because of the Dolphins' defense. I was so disappointed in Miami's defense. And actually, if you pull the stats, and it's gotten covered up here over the first few games of the season because that offense has been so tremendous for Miami, the defense has not been good. And Vic Vic Fangio was brought in to be the answer defensively, right? And we all applauded that higher. And I still applaud that higher. But it has not panned out. The Buffalo Bills put up 48 points on the Miami Dolphins, 48 to 20. And the way that game started, Ian, I don't know if you saw it at the start, but it started, it looked like it was going to be a track meet. It looked like it was going to be the most explosive game of the week. And it was anything about that. Uh, no, the, the Greg Davis Tud was like in, in, what was it? Like three or four minutes into the game, you know, and that's about when, you know, plane takes off and whatever. And, and, you know, you're, you're, you're watching, you know, scores in the air and I'm like, Oh man, this is going to be fun doing a show with Amber tomorrow because her Gators got punked. And now our Miami Dolphins are getting punked. This the Marlins not... made the postseason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have something Still going Marlins. for you, right? There you go. <laughs> You know, and we'll touch on baseball postseason coming up in a moment because, hey, hey, we, we got wagering tomorrow. I mean, I can't wait for baseball postseason right here on ESPN Radio on our airwaves starting at, what, 3 o'clock uh, Eastern time. But bottom line is, you know, that was the story of the day, in my opinion, in the NFL, is the way the Bills looked against Miami coming off, coming off a 70-burger with all the fixings and a 50-point win. You do that against teenagers, as I said last week, that's beyond impressive. And for the Bills to hang a 48 spot on them and, and just truck Miami, that was absolutely mesmerizing to go back and watch the film today. And then the other one, uh, let's go to game number two. 
KC and the Jets, right? Kansas City, your reigning world champs. Zach Wilson, I had them last week in person with Mike Tannenbaum and Steve Levy on the call. And the hell that was being rained upon Zach Wilson was Amber. I mean, you know, it's, it's it, been ridiculous. Ian, it's been ridiculous. I've been screaming well, it from the mountaintops oh, for a year and a half. It's, but it has been, it is vicious. New levels of behind absurdity the bench, over the last week. Behind the bench, some of the things that were said to him. I mean, one of them was so funny. I mean, you, know, you have teammates going, all right, I, I got to give her credit. Her, yes, it was a, it was like a grandmother. You know, I mean, it, I told Women you, I told you, well, I, yeah, what was said, <laughs> and I can't repeat it here on air, but I mean, it, it was, it, it was just nauseating. Well, and for that young man on. to come back the way, and that was the best NFL game he has played, and you almost win it, and you have that one moment, right, where it wasn't about holding the ball too stinking long, which is the MO on him so far in his young NFL career, or not being able to get off his first read. He was outstanding. Zach Wilson, quarterback of the Jets, you heard me correctly. He was outstanding yesterday, except for the one dropped snap. And you know what impressed me the most? Wasn't the throw, back shoulder throw, with about maybe a two-inch window to Alan Lazard to fit that ball in, and he did. That wasn't the most impressive thing to me. It was post-game. Remember you and I talking about it last week? How he always says, we, 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 when it's negative, right? And then it's I, 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 when it's positive. No, he went from pointing fingers to pointing thumbs. And he said, I cost us the game. I can't do that. The young man is growing up. And I thought he was, that was the best game that he played in his pro career, by far, bar none. Yeah, Not I even mean, close. The- and the refs didn't help him. That's right. not an excuse. Bottom line is, though, that young man is growing up. And if he plays like that going forward, I'm not saying the Jets make the playoffs, but by week 16, 17, they might be still mathematically in the hunt. Yeah, the truth is he didn't cost them the game. I mean, not at all. It, Zach Wilson, 28 for 39, 245 yards, no interceptions, two touchdowns. He looked like a different player. And I'd been screaming it forever. And this was supposed to be my you victory the lap. Because that I was the Zach Wilson, I was the weird lone Zach Wilson defender, a very lonely place to live on ESPN radio the last year and a half of my life. How about and Earth? I text James Steele this morning and I said, I'm looking forward to to the top of the hour that you put together of all of my Zach Wilson defense here over the last year. And I got a whole lot of nada. James is like, I can't find it. I can't find it. I'm like, what do you mean you can't find it? I'm the only one. The only person. Right, like, just type right. in positive things said, Zach Wilson, hashtag ESPN. It's just me. Our archives uh, only go back so far. Okay. Uh, coming up next, we will, like we're, I'm going to make James Dick. We will find it. Uh, yeah, like last week I was defending Zach Wilson. Oddly, again, yes, it was odd, but it was happening. I was defending Zach Wilson, so you should be able to find it. We will get you that. Plus, we'll react to all of week four. There's still so much to unpack. But coming up next, we do have football tonight still. It ain't over yet this week four. We will get you ready for Monday Night Football.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Road to the World Series goes through ESPN Radio. Catch all the postseason action on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. That starts tomorrow. Amber and Ian will be off air tomorrow, but you will get some Marlins Phillies headed your way tomorrow. Coverage will begin of that game one, 7.30 p.m. Eastern right here. We have some NFL action tonight, though. Week four is not over. Seattle Seahawks are at the New York Giants tonight. That is an 8.15 p.m. kickoff. We will break down that game, but Ian's going to try to earn you a little money. Bet till your hands bleed. We only had one game over the weekend in college or pros, and I know, Amber, this is not going to make you happy, but yes, you were out sick on Wednesday when I made this pick, and that was play the two against Miami. Take the Bills. Whatever you have in your account, I said, put it on Buffalo. Empty it out. Bet one game. One. We hit it. 16-9 and on the year. When it comes to a, against the number tonight, Monday night football, double up to catch up night. We're ahead because we played one game. Take the New York Giants. Now plus two and a half. You can buy that to three. Don't get beat when the hook. Take the three points. Bet to your hands bleed. Give me the New York football Giants and a slight lean on the over if you're really desperate. But the actual play, Giants plus the three. Bet to your hands bleed. The Monday Night Football Preview is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. So you feel good about the Giants tonight, which is not something that I think would be a popular opinion. The Giants sitting at one and two on the season. The Seahawks sitting at two and one on the season. Offensively, I can understand, I guess, where you're going with that. But in terms of stopping Seattle and the way that Seattle has looked quite polished so far, Gino has looked like the Geno that we saw last season so far, the weapons that they have there with DK and beyond, I think stopping the Seahawks with that Giants defense that has left something to be desired so far this both season. Both these defenses that's have. The both concern, of them. But both of the defenses. So that's the thing. Like, offensively, I get what you're doing, but I can make the same <laughs> argument for the Seahawks. This may be just a shootout because defensively, both of these teams have problems. Yeah, again, that's why I lean over. Um, you know, I might parlay it, and I hate parlays, but uh, we're we're up. So when you play with house money, you can take a little chance here and then. But right now, eighty or just give me now seventy eight percent of the wagers in Vegas are on the Seattle Seahawks on a Monday night primetime game. 
Vegas wins roughly 68% of these games in primetime. You know, when, when America especially is on one side or the other. And they are one-sided on Seattle. In a large part, to your point, because Daniel Jones does not look good. And I'm, a, I'm not giving up on Daniel Jones yet. Uh, especially year two of Brian Dable. But the bigger part is Saquon Barkley, who's doubtful tonight. I, I, and I'm doubtful that we will see Saquon Barkley tonight. But America's back in the Seahawks, so you know what I do? Mm-hmm. I go the other way, and I root with Vegas. So that's why I'm taking the Giants, plus a two-and-a-half, bought it to three, and leaning. That's, that's a, game, a kickoff decision. I want to see if I can maybe steal another half point here on, on the total. But right now, I mean, you've got – 76% of America betting the over in tonight's game. and or, So I'm going to lean with America on the over, right? But the other side, no, I'm, I'm riding with the Giants with the house money. The Seattle Seahawks offense is dangerous. It's got three very good receivers. It's got a very good running back. Kenneth it's Walker got a third solid a quarterback. You're right. Yeah, and, and so it's got the weapons. It's very dangerous. And yet the Giants going up against this team feels like a little bit of a breather for New York. And that's a testament to how difficult the Giants' schedule has been because defensively, the Seahawks aren't Dallas and they aren't San Francisco and, and they aren't some of these other teams that, that the Giants are looking at and the Giants have faced so far this season. So with the Giants' schedule, the Seahawks, then they, look, then they see the Dolphins, the Bills. Like This is such a brutal opening schedule for the Giants, having, of course, already run into the Cowboys and the Niners. That gives me some hope for the Giants that, yes, they're sitting at one and two. Yes, Daniel Jones hasn't looked good, but also look at who they've been playing. Like, who has looked good against the Cowboys and the 49ers, you know? Especially with Trayvon Diggs healthy week one, right? right. Not, not the Cowboys defense we right. saw, you know, last week. And then, man, they, they got back to that that those hunters yesterday against the the, uh, the Patriots winning 38-3. to But And then you play Sam Fran. I mean, those mm-hmm. guys don't want to beat you. They want to, they want to embarrass you and your family. I mean, it, it's... It's unbelievable. San Fran, to me, and we'll touch on this later on in more detail, but I think they're the, the best team through the first quarter of the season. Now that, it, that most teams coming into Monday Night Football have played four games, and every NFL team breaks every season into quarters. Right now, San Francisco, to me, is the best team going in the National Football League. And but they beat the Giants 30-12. to 12. I mean, it, it's, it, was, it wasn't close. It was an absolute physical mauling. But you got to go from Seattle all the way to New York. That is not easy to do. That's a long trip. You've done it. I've done it. I mean, that's that's a four hour plus plane flight. And then get your legs back, get your body clock right, and come in against a hungry team that nobody believes in. Yeah, that's that's in large part to your point. Why I like the Giants is the two of the three teams they faced are two of the best defenses in the league. And the other aspect, they're at home, and Seattle had to travel all the way across the country to come play on a Monday night. And the third team they faced was the Cardinals, who look like they're not as bad as people yeah, thought the Cardinals were going to be because they are playing very hard this season. So they are certainly not – they didn't get the memo that they're supposed to be tanking either. And they beat that team. So they lost to the two teams that, frankly, they were supposed to lose to because, yes, of course, they were going to be outmatched. And now we know how good the Cowboys and the 49ers look this season. 
I do think when you're looking ahead also, like I mentioned the next couple of weeks, the Dolphins, the Bells, like this schedule is brutal. If you're the Giants, you've got to be looking at this week thinking this is a must win for us. We have to win these opportunities where we are not outmatched by the other team. And yes, they have those offensive weapons with the Seahawks, but defensively, the Giants can beat this team going up against that defense. Daniel Jones can finally shine going up against that Seahawks defense. Yeah, and, and you know, the, one of the great stories to me, not just this year, but going back to last year, is Geno Smith. Right. I mean, I'll never forget being at the draft where, you know, he's expecting to be a first-round pick and, and, and doesn't get drafted and basically pouted for the first two or three years of his NFL career, and he's found this resurgence. And, I mean, he's playing outstanding ball. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned Kenneth Walker the third. I mean, out of Michigan State, you know, the Wake Forest transfer. He's playing his butt off. Great. So, uh I'm expecting a thoroughly entertaining Monday night game and a double up to catch up night, but America is all, uh, they're all over the Seahawks. Therefore that's why I'm on the giants, but I, I do believe, and I'm with you. I think this will be a very entertaining game tonight and possibly high scoring waiting to see if I'm going to go ahead and, and go ahead and fire in on the over or not. Gino right now, um, about 69% completion percentage, four touchdowns, an interception on the season. Uh, he's been playing well here through three games. We'll see what he looks Detroit like tonight. That was the Monday Night Football Preview presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Coming up next here on Amber and Ian, we're going to bring in some expert help with week four of the NFL. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. The Road to the World Series goes through ESPN Radio. Catch all the postseason action on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Amber and Ian is presented by Progressive Insurance. Find him at Ian Fitz ESPN. You can find me as well at Amber W Sports. We have been reacting to all things week four in the NFL. Let's bring in some help, expert help. Herm Edwards, ESPN NFL analyst, joining us here. And Coach, thanks for your time as always. Let's start with tonight's game. With the Giants and the Seahawks, and Ian and I actually both feel pretty good about the Giants' chances tonight. Is that crazy? Uh, no. Uh, I think when you watch the National Football League, I always tell people this. Just listen to your eyes. Don't worry about the logos on the helmet. Just listen to your eyes. And what do you see? And I see the National Football League in the first four weeks of play – 
that probably the two most consistent teams are the Philadelphia Eagles and the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, the Buffalo Bills made a resurgence after last week to say, you know what, we're one of those teams as well. But when you watch it, every week you scratch your head. Uh, the Giants have an outstanding chance to beat the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Daniel Jones is uh, got to be a big player in this game, not only throwing the ball, but using his leg. That's going to be important to keep drives alive for their offense. Coach, you know, most teams, including when you were coaching, you, you kind of grade your teams and you, you, you try and win every quarter of the season. Well, now we're, th- first, we're through the first quarter of this season. What have you seen? What have you learned so far? That um, not participating in preseason football with a lot of these teams, it really manifests itself when the season starts. Uh, a lot of sloppy play in the first couple weeks. Guys aren't ready to play football. They're not in shape to play football. Um, And now I think going into week four, you're going to see the teams that really have gotten themselves into football shape and the mentality of playing the game of football. You'll start seeing teams pull away. I'm concerned when I look at the AFC North um, with the Bengals. We talked about this a couple weeks ago when they said, well, you know what? If he's ready to play, we're going to play him. Not so fast. The Bengals are a shell of a team right now. Don't, they're not very good on offense. And we know Joe Burrow is one of the better quarterbacks in the National Football League, but they are having problems moving the ball. They are having problems. The New England Patriots are also having a whole lot of problems here early in the season, Coach. Sitting at one and three now on this season. Got shellacked by the Cowboys, 38-3. to Mac Jones in that game, 12 for 21, a couple interceptions, 150 yards. Is he the answer here for New England? I mean, seeing the regression over the last few years from Jones has been just bizarre to watch. Well, um, Jones is all of a sudden getting put into the Uh, to the Zach Wilson category, right? That you have a team that can play outstanding defense, but when you turn the ball over and uh, you can't score points, it puts them a little bit in a disadvantage. Now, all of a sudden, Zach Wilson found his way. (laughs) They didn't win, but played pretty good. Mm -hmm. And that's the question you got to ask yourself going forward. And that's probably the question that Coach Belichick is asking his coaching staff on offense. Hey, can we get this guy going? Because right now we're wasting a pretty good defense, and all, all we've got to do is score some points to keep them alive, just to keep them off the field. So they don't, you know, because defenses wear down. And when you can't move the ball offensively, that's a problem. Yeah, but coach, how much should Bill Belichick be looking at the man in the mirror for having a defensive yeah. coordinator? You know, take his first round draft pick and Mac Jones, who was an all pro in his first year as a rookie, and you have a defense court calling plays last year. How much should he be looking in the mirror as far as his quarterback's regression because of what he did last season, not having a true offensive coordinator? Well, now all of a sudden you make the point. He's got his what? Is this his third offensive coordinator? Yeah. <laughs> Ain't easy. There. It's not easy. No, it's not easy. No, it, it, it's hard. Look, watching the National Football League sometimes is hard. I, the, here, here's the thing that I don't understand, and maybe you guys can help me out on this. I, I just want to know because I, I thought like I was watching something. And I said I, I have lost, I have lost all knowledge of football. 
I watched <laughs> the Chicago Bears. I watched the Chicago Bears play the play the Denver Broncos. Both of them are zero and three. And I sit here and I go, let me get this right. It's fourth and one, and you decide to go for it. I'm okay with that. But you actually, the best player on your team is the quarterback. Not only do you not give him the ball, you line up in gun, and then you try to run the ball. Last time I checked, the back is four yards away from the line of scrimmage. All you need is one yard, and you hand it to a back behind the quarterback. And I'm going, am I missing something here? Coach, come on. It's not just the NFL. It's college. I'm doing Alabama-Mississippi State. You've got Jalen Miller at 6'3", 230 pounds. He's got muscles in his toenails. And on third and half a yard, they are Mm. in the second quarter, early in the second quarter, they are in shotgun, and they get zapped for a two-yard loss. You know what Nick Saban did? Mother Rude, his Mm. new offensive coordinator, and Tommy Reese. And you know, next time it happened, you know where Jalen Milrow was? Under center. (laughs) And they got it. I was going to quarterback sneak. Yes. I'm listening. I I opened the segment up. Listen to your eyes. And I'm looking, and I'm going, Yes. Am I blind? Am yes. I, am I, am I, do I not understand football anymore? <laughs> That was a bizarre, bizarre game. Uh, Ian was was complaining about that exact thing before we went on air today. Herm Edwards, ESPN NFL analyst, joining us here on Amber and Ian. Uh, So Mac Jones is descending. CJ Stroud is very quickly ascending here, coach. The Houston Texans are sitting at two and two, but who cares? CJ Stroud, he looks like the real deal. Is it too early, though, through four weeks to really evaluate this guy? No, I think he's outstanding Um, when you think about a rookie quarterback. Um, and, and he's playing the same way he played in college. Got a lot of poise, um, doesn't get rattled. Um, D'Amico Lyons, you can't say enough about him, how he has his team playing. Um, they're, they're in a division right now that, you know what, he's won two games, and he continues to get better every week. Coach, what did you make of the cat? We mentioned Mac Jones on the losing oh. side mm-hmm. with, with the Patriots, but mm-hmm. on the other side – what did you make of the Cowboys' performance in handing Bill Belichick the worst loss he's ever had as a head coach in the NFL? Well, the Cowboys got back to being the Cowboys. It starts with their defense. And if Dak Prescott can understand that, and that offense can understand that, they'll have an opportunity to win a lot of games. Now, what I want to see this week, you know who they play this week, right? This is a team that has eliminated them in the playoffs many, many a time. And they're going to get – they got to wear – look, they got to wear all the varsity Letterman jackets and all that stuff you get. <laughs> you got to bring all that out now because you're about to – you ain't got a shot. Hey, by the way, the, rain, uh, the Niners, right, uh, you, again, through the first quarter of the season – I've got him as a number one team in the NFL right now. Where do you have the San Francisco 49ers, especially when you watch Brock Purdy play quarterback? I agree. I agree. They're the most consistent team in the league right now. They, they, they have an identity of how they want to play, and that doesn't change. They're going to be physical on offense and defense. They still run the ball. Uh, McCaffrey right now is the MVP of the league. Mm-hmm. Not even close. They're, they're, just, they're, just, they're a complete team. They just play football. It's just when you watch them, you get the same thing over and over. You know, I mean, it's just my family went to the game this week, you know, and that kills me when they go to these 49er games because my daughters, you know, they got to get they got to get new apparel. And I'm going and I, I told Lynch, 
I called him. I said, man, stop inviting us to, to my, my family to the game. Every time they go, they got to get a new uniform. They got to get a new shoe, do this. And I'm like, Come on, stop it now. <laughs> Well, if they want a good one, they'll get a good one on Sunday. That Cowboys 49ers game, 8.20 p.m. on Sunday. Coach Herm Edwards joining us here on Amber and Ian. Coach, make me feel better about my Miami Dolphins. I mean, you mentioned it off the top. You had said the 49ers and the Eagles look like the most consistent teams in the NFL. Then you threw the Bills into that conversation. Should I feel like the Dolphins, like it was fool's gold, the 70 points that I saw from my team the weekend before? Or was that game on Sunday more about the Bills than it was about Miami? It was more about the Bills, making a statement. Miami's going to be fine. I think they needed a game like this uh, to burst their bubble a little bit. Uh, I think they're going to be fine. Look, what they got to do is they got to understand people are figuring out that 75% of the time they throw the ball is inside the numbers. And they got to, you know, they got to figure that out. And Mikey Downs is a smart guy. He's a smart guy. This team was flowing. Two even mentioned it. He got to the line of scrimmage and was trying to figure things out too much. And, and they got to get going slow because when they play fast, it's a problem. They, they couldn't play fast. He was at the line trying to figure things out. He even said it. I made it too hard on my offense. I was trying to do too many things at the line of scrimmage. He was, I guess, trying to do too many things. We'll see what it looks like moving forward here. Herm Edwards, ESPN NFL analyst. Thanks, Herm. Thank you. Coming up next here on Amber and Ian, we will get into some more storylines for week four. There is still a ton that we have not uncovered. That's next. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You don't do just I know this? Friends with me. Come on, I know this one. Are you kidding me? It's a classic. I mean, sorry, guys. It wasn't on the top of my playlist. I guess I wasn't thinking of it. <laughs> Rachel's dancing. She's so happy right now. Okay, I thought it was bad. I didn't know the electric slide. But not I mean, knowing I know this, this song, song. I just didn't recognize this song from the first couple notes. Amber and Ian, it's presented to you by Progressive Insurance. Rachel weighing in from the top rope. 
at Ian Fitz, ESPN, at Amber W Sports. That is how you find us on social. Let's hurry up. The football season never ends with Amber and Ian. Turn it up and down. Turn it up and down. This is the Hurry Up. Oh, hello, James Steele, producer extraordinaire. Yeah, I mean, you got to, like, tell people who I am. Right. Yeah. All right. So (laughs) (laughs) I guess since uh, Rachel played that song, we're going to start here. One of the coolest games of week four was the Jaguars-Falcons matchup, which was played both in London, England and in Andy's room. Ritter throws, intercepted. Darius Williams has it for the Jags, and he might be gone. Flames coming out of his cleats. A 61-yard pick six for the Jags. Darius Williams has his first interception of the season, and it comes in Andy's room. Love it. So that was our good friend uh, Drew Carter on the call on Disney Plus, who stood us up today because he apparently has a date. That's a different story. <laughs> uh, but Ian, I think you're supposed to say that on the air. Oh no! All right, uh, Ian, how cool was this uh, Toy Story game? Well, first of all, if that is true, then that's what that's what Toy Story can do for you. I mean, Andy's a helper, <laughs> right? So there you go. I mean, can, I mean, all walks of life. But uh, I had friends of mine who have you know kids that are four or five, six years old. Mine are older, obviously, with seventeen and fifteen. But we still, like, if Toy Story comes on, my, my, my kids and I, will still watch it. And so I had adults that were at first wanting to switch off of the Toy Story version, right, and go to the normal broadcast. But they got stuck because it was that good. The whole dog, the slinky dog, right, as the yard marker was genius. I mean, it was hilarious. So remember how into it I got last week when I was like, I, I didn't even know about this thing on, I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday, and we recorded it. And I, I, I've not, I mean, I was catching up on all the other games today, but just, I, I caught bits and pieces on NFL Network this morning, and that, I, I thought it was absolutely brilliant. And again, I had dads watching with their kids that didn't, that never changed the game, Amber, just got stuck watching it. Now, you have a four-year-old. How'd it go for you? I was one of those people that got stuck watching the entire game in Andy's room. It was so great. My son came in, he sat in bed with me, and I turned this thing on. And, you know, there's always football on in my house, right? All day Saturday, all day Sunday. And he'll watch for like a minute or, you know, a couple minutes, but then he goes back to playing his dinosaurs. He doesn't really care. He's just tolerating us watching it. And often he'll, hey, mommy, I don't want to watch football anymore. Can I turn on one of my shows sort of thing? And this was a totally different experience. He was locked in. At one point, he asked me if I could pause it. Like, he was that locked in. Oh, and my hold, kid at four on, years stop. old. He asked if you could pause it? Yes, because he, had to, he wanted to go get You're his better. bear. And he's like, Mommy, can you pause it? And I'm like, no, no, no. I can't pause it. It's live. That's, awesome. That's <laughs> it's awesome. not how it works, kid. Not everything's Netflix. And Hustle. So, you know, hustle, go get your bear and come back. It's fine. I explained to him, like, we're in a commercial break. This is called a commercial. So it, it's fine. It'll it'll return to action when you get back. But he was that locked in. He didn't want to miss a moment of this thing. He's never like that. My, my kid at four years old, he's not like a movie kid. He, you know, he'll sit down, he'll watch shows, but he'll end up running away and playing with toys and whatnot. He doesn't, he's not one to just sit down and necessarily be locked in on the television. And this got him locked in in a way I had never seen. And he was so into it that then 
the rest of my Sunday, when we turned on all the other football games, he actually sat there and watched some of those games with us. So the NFL's plan, I can tell you, in my house with my four-year-old son worked exactly according to plan. That's awesome. My kids didn't like; they weren't really into it. They, the girls liked the they had the trivia in between. Yeah, so they guess on those like uh, how many Super Bowls have been played, and Johanna be like uh, four. Like, it's on your it's like on your shirt here. There's like there's like numbers on your Travis Kelsey shirt. You can't really but, read those numbers. Uh, yeah, and then, then, we, then we had to talk. Yeah, and then we had to talk about Roman numerals, and there, the L is a fifty. Now you're going into a deep dive. on I, mean, I can't division. even read yeah, Roman numerals. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, no wonder yeah, they no, weren't. No, they, no wonder they weren't. No wonder they weren't into it. You made it a freaking lesson test. Yeah, seriously. All right. Well, Joe Burrow. Uh, has a calf injury that won't go away. T. Higgins has some broken ribs, and the Bengals are now 1-3 after getting blown out by the Titans on Sunday afternoon. The struggles on offense for Cincinnati are real, but wide receiver Jamar Chase says he's not part of the problem there because... I'm open. I'm always open. Excuse my profanity. I'm sorry. That's just a funny soundbite. Uh, Amber, it's starting to feel like this is going to be a lost season for the Bengals. Are yeah. they done? Are they done? It, it, they're not done. Listen, we're four weeks into the season, and the Bengals are notorious for slow starts. But it's now that I'm starting to get legitimately worried for that team. And Ian, I thought that that O line was going to be it's yeah. the best. It's the best line that Joe Burrow's ever played behind. This O line bringing in Orlando Brown Jr. It's going to make so much of a difference this season. They've invested in this line over the last few years. This will be the best version of Joe Burrow we've seen. And we've seen Joe Burrow with these injuries every single season, and that's not helping the situation either. But this Bengals team looks like a shell of itself. And so, yes, it's early in the season. Yes, they're the notorious for the slow starts. But at this point now, now I'm finally starting to sound the alarms. Well, as you and I talked about earlier with Herm Edwards, for people just tuning in, you know, every, every NFL team grades their seasons on by quarters. And we're through the first quarter of the year. And the Bengals, let's just sum it up simply, they have a failing grade. They're one in three and they're banged up. And that is a major concern right now. All right. The commanders had the Eagles on the ropes yesterday. Sam Howell threw a last second touchdown to get Washington to within one point, but instead of going for two and potentially picking up a win over the defending NFC champs. They kicked the PAT and ultimately lost in overtime. So why not go for two, Ron Rivera? Those guys, they were, they were gassed. They, they really were. I mean, it was a long-ass drive. They were, they were hurrying. They are hustling. Um, you know, I, I really thought, you know, we, we, got, we had the chance, you know, and, and, and that's too bad. Okay. Ian, if, if his guys were gassed, right. then I, I would imagine that the Philly defense probably felt the same way, right? Why I'm, not go for two there? I'm sitting at, at Charles Barkley's joint, Red Mountain, you know, whatever it is, bar and grill at the Birmingham, quote, international, end quote, airport. <laughs> and the entire place was screaming, oh, my God, when they score the touchdown, they, you got to go for two. You, you're on the road against the defending NFC champs. Go for two. And when they lined up to kick it, we, none of us. This is not a cheap second guess. The, you're on the road. You you have a chance to steal a win. And I don't care how gassed you are. You're a professional athlete. Suck it up for another nine seconds. Because to your point, James, that defense, they're gassed also. I could not believe that an old friend, Ron Rivera, did not say to hell with it. We're going to try and win this right now. Shocked. I didn't I didn't have a real problem with it because of the team that they were facing because of the defense that they were facing 
I understood why he was trying to give them another shot there in OT and not go for two. I mean, either way you cut it, we would have been questioning the decision, frankly. I think if he had gone for two and they don't make it, we would have been like, why not go to OT? You were against not that Eagles me. D. Why not give your team a better chance? And then they got, didn't they get the ball? They, they won the toy co- to- coin toss, right? They got the ball at the start of OT and they just, and they couldn't get it done. And, and then the Eagles end up getting it done, uh, winning there by a field goal, 34 to 31. I, I mean, a heck of a game by the commanders nobody had this game this is what was funny about week four i said off the top of the show nobody had this game circled as great game right great game in week four and yet here we were and the eagles are undefeated they're like the worst undefeated team i've seen <laughs> i mean i'm sure that's overstating it because we did watch the I'm vikings surprised do it you last agree season. with a call i'm surprised that you agree with the call to actually go to ot and not try and win it right there I didn't have a huge problem with it, but at the same time, like obviously it, it didn't end up being the right call. It didn't end up working out there for the commanders. The Eagles skate by again, but man, they keep skating by. This does not look like the same Philadelphia team that we saw in the Super Bowl last season. They are skating by. Coming up next here on Amber and Ian, who is the best team in the NFL at the quarter pole of the season? Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.